My name is Ava. And my name is Tashvi. Together, we're pretty informative. We're two WTMC students going into our senior year with a lot of experiences to share. Join us as we talk about the WTMC program, WCC events, and our experiences as WTMC students taking WCC classes. Without further ado, let's get into it. Hello, beautiful people. It's Ava. And Tashvi. In this episode, we're we'll giving you guys an update on the activities that we've done so far this fall semester. Okay, but before we get started with the episode, I have a very special announcement. Yes, you guys! Our special announcement is... That Ava completed her 100th level of hating. Oh my gosh! I didn't know Tashvi was going to address this, you guys. Oh my gosh, it feels so good. I feel seen, and it's true. Yes, I'm finally at level 100. Finally, after eight years of playing Heyday, my favorite game at the moment. How does it feel? It feels great. It feels great. <laughs> Ever since I was in fourth grade, I dreamed of getting to level 100, and now that I'm here, it's crazy. And I've gotten so many more decorations and stuff in the game. And also, there was a Heyday update just two days ago, and some of the new stuff you can get at level 101. So I'm really close to getting that, which is nice. Cool. So what did you do to celebrate? So I was planning on having a party, but yeah, it didn't really, it didn't really actually end up happening. So instead, I told my mom about my accomplishment, and I already had been saying for months now that I wanted to go to a murder mystery dinner. And so she surprised me with a murder mystery dinner two weeks ago. It was so fun. You told me about this, so did you win? Okay, so the way I murder, this murder mystery dinner worked was there was about, I think, 30 people there and there was five tables. And they said when you signed up for it that some of the actors would be sitting with you at your table, eating the food with you. That's awesome. I know, like trying to figure out who murdered this guy who got murdered. So they would give you clues and stuff. They'd go through the acting and then they'd give us clues and they'd hand them out to the table. And they were usually like laminated slips of paper that would have information that would help you solve it. At the end, before they revealed it, they gave us five minutes to write down who we thought did it and the explanation of how and why, as specific as possible. And they said that whoever got the most details and the name right would win. And so going into it, I was like, that's what I want to do. Like, I want to win. I told you about that too. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I want to win the prize so bad. And what was the prize? Um, so going into it, I didn't know, but the prize ended up being like a shirt, a really cool t-shirt, might I add. Oh, cool. And a shot glass. I mean, you know, <laughs> I would have only used half of those things. <laughs> I ended up writing down 95% of the details right. How it happened, who was involved with the killing, what prompted it, but I didn't write the right name. And the sad thing is that the name that was correct, which was the wife of the guy who died, is what I wrote first, but I changed it last minute. So mad. But I did get 95% of the reasoning right. But the winner was actually a guy at my table. I know. <laughs> Good for him, you know, whatever, fair play. <laughs> but he did not get as much of a reasoning right as me because the guy said, announcing who won, he didn't get as much of a reasoning right, but he got the name. So if I would have just put the right name, what I went with initially, I would have won, but it was still fun nonetheless. Yeah. 
So what was the story? How long was the actual theater part, I guess? This thing took place in Ipsy and it went on for about two hours. And when I got there, our food was out. It was a four course meal. So our food was already out. Not the main dish, but the bread, the desserts, which was a like dark chocolate piece of pie. <laughs> it, it was pretty good with like this raspberry dressing around it. And then it was the salad was out, the dessert, the bread, <laughs> and the water was still at the table. So I, I went there, I showed up, I, I got that. And then they brought out the meal or whatever. But in between that, getting there and the meal, there was like this acting portion, the actors who we knew were actors, like the two detectives. Well, first the, the person who died walked in and then he just fell to the ground. And then, then the, the two detectives like rushed okay. in. Yeah, yeah. And they were like, oh, there's been a murder. <laughs> then more of the actors came in. They, they did kind of like include the audience as well, which really made it an immersive experience. You ate those three things first. The actors came in, performed their thing would give you clues and then you had dinner and then they'd give you, I think there was like two more clues and then it was time you had to decide who did it. That's how that went. Cool. So congratulations on Heyday. Thank you. <laughs> and now we're going to move on to the first activity that we did. Well, it's not in any particular order, but one of the, one of the things that we did was WTMC Welcome Day and WCC Welcome Day. We'll start with you talking about the WTMC Welcome Day because I was the only one who went to the WCC. So to give you guys like insight on the WCC, I'll be kind of comparing it to the WTMC. Okay, so the WTMC Welcome Day was on September 8th. Yes, 2022. This year, it's not always on that day though. And so me and Ava are both in the peer-to-peer mental health club. So we were kind of at that booth helping set up. And then we were also you know, talking to the people that came to the table. And some of them signed the email list. Some of them didn't. Right. And some of them came. Some of them didn't. <laughs> and it was a really fun experience. There was pizza there. It was cottage in, I think. Yeah. Like, they got the nice pizza. Come on, Jen. Mm-hmm. And... We had candy at our table. I know that other people had cupcakes. I know that Miss Van Halen Student Council had the cakewalk. So there was like 10 tables all arranged in a circle. Yeah, I really liked the setup. Really felt like a tight-knit community. Even though we're yeah. all in different clubs, everyone's just together. and it's really Yeah, fun. we're all in like close proximity and stuff. I agree. I, I like the way they set it up. And there were all different WTMC clubs in the circle advertising their clubs. Most of them had email lists you could use to, to sign up if you were interested after hearing their spiel. And there would be like little goodies and stuff on the tables. Like Tashi said, our table had candy. I know the NHS, National Honor Society Club, had beads. Yeah, they had yeah. beads. They were like these cute little bead Mardi Gras looking like necklaces. Writing Club had cupcakes, I think. Really? Mm. something. Okay, yeah, like cupcakes, stickers. We had stickers. We had stickers. Really cool stickers, my they And other stuff like lanyards. And some tables had nothing. So, <laughs> I'm sure they didn't get as many visitors, but. <laughs> So what were some of the other clubs that, well, we kind of already talked about this, but some of the other clubs that were there, what were your impressions about them? I knew some of them existed, like NHS, because... We are both in NHS. Yeah, um, peer-to-peer, we were running the booth. Running club, Mr. Watts is the advisor for that, and I didn't know that existed. Math club? Dungeons and Dragons club. 
club? Yes, I have heard about that. So what were some things that you liked about it? Um, well, one of the things that I've always really liked about WTMC Welcome Days has been their cakewalks. So there's numbers that are placed in like a circle around each other, like one through nine or one through eight. And there's music that's played and then you walk in the circle and then the music stops. You have to pick a, pick a number to stand on. And then someone will, uh, will draw one of the numbers. And if your number is drawn, the number that you're standing on, you get a prize from the cakewalk. And normally, you know, cakewalks are cakes. Like in my, my elementary school did it and they were always cakes, but this cakewalk has other stuff. Cookies, I think candy, like just, it wasn't cakes. I've never participated in the cakewalk. Is it something where like everyone can get something at some point? Not necessarily. I mean, if you keep doing it, your chances of winning, you know, will increase, but you could do it 20 times and still not stand on the number by the end of the song that is chosen. What was the turnout like? Um, I think there was a good amount of people there. Yeah, I, I agree. I remember one of the teachers saying that, was it this year was the biggest turnout they had? Yeah, yes. that makes sense to me. There was a lot of people there. Yes, there was. There was ninth graders. There's a lot of ninth graders, 10th graders. But then there was also like juniors there as well. Not many seniors, but... Something that was exciting for me was that I saw a lot of people that I had virtual classes with mm -hmm. or and that I've never seen on campus. So that was nice. I know. You know, you can assume who's a ninth grader and stuff on campus, but I, I was never really acquainted with any of them yet this semester. So it was a good way to meet more of the ninth graders and even the 10th graders that I haven't talked to or met before. As well as, like you said, seeing the people who are in like our grade. Yeah, I saw people that I had class with in ninth grade that I hadn't seen in yeah. ninth grade, which is really interesting to see how everyone's changed. That was crazy. I know. Can we, can we talk about that for a sec? The yeah. Fact that, so when you're in ninth grade, you're really close-knit with everyone. Um, you're in all the same classes of lunch together, and you see them all the time. But then when you start taking WCC classes your second semester of your 10th grade year, you don't see them anymore. I think I only see about like 80% of the kids from our ninth grade on campus ever. There's some that I have not seen since ninth grade. And it's crazy because I'm here Monday through Thursday from like 7.30 until 6. Yeah, you're here all the time. So the yeah. fact that you don't see them is kind of weird. I mean, I'm sure some of them just come for their class and then bounce, which could be why I don't, I don't see a lot of them, but it just Yeah, is. but seeing them again was really nice. Yeah, seeing how everyone's changed. So was there anything that you disliked about it? You wish that they would have done differently or... Something they could have done better. Me, personally, I would have liked if there was a tent. I know oh, that there was a tent last time. Because we had chocolate, you guys, at our table. And oh my gosh. <laughs> it, it melted and everything. You kept saying that. You kept saying that we had like squishy chocolate. <laughs> I know, I brought people in by advertising the fact that we had hot chocolate. <laughs> and it worked, it worked though. Yeah. Yeah. People were still willing to take it, but it was a hot day. So I was sweating a little bit and I had a natural hair going on. <laughs> but yeah, that time would have been nice, for sure. And it would have saved our chocolate, hopefully, a little bit more. The candy survived though. Yes, the candy survived, that's true. We had like Skittles and stuff, which wasn't really effective. So WCC Welcome Day was on September 14th. I did not go to that. So yes, I did go to WCC Welcome Day. It was about six days after the WTMC Welcome Day. And they had a really nice turnout. There were a lot of booths. I think I counted and there was 63 booths. They had tents over the booths. So that's yeah. nice. I know, it was nice. 
So when I got the chocolate from the table, you know, it wasn't speaking, but <laughs> they had a lot of goodies. There was pizza there that I didn't get because the line was atrocious. It was so long. Oh my goodness. One feature of this WCC Welcome Day that I thought was really neat is they had a picture wall, like a Polaroid thing. You stood in front of this white board and they, they took your photo with the Polaroid and you got to keep the Polaroid or actually oh, cool. you, got to, you got to put the Polaroid on the wall, which was nice. That's cool. So what were some of the clubs that were there? Three WCC clubs that I met were there. ISA, which is International Students Association, was there. Students for Sustainability was there and I helped out with that setup, that kind of stuff. And Skillet, which is another WCC club that I'm in, that was there. Nice. So if you were to compare WTMC Welcome Day and WCC Welcome Day, which one did you like more? Ooh, you know, I did like the fact that the WTMC Welcome Day gave me the opportunity to meet more people that are in WTMC. Yeah. You know, potential podcast listeners. <laughs> I, I love meeting as many people as possible, especially those who can learn from our experiences and the program. But if I had to pick, I would probably say WCC. It was a bigger, larger scale. There was more goodies there, free stuff you could get, food, more clubs to learn about, more activities. Okay, so the next thing that we did was the Economic Club Luncheon about keeping diversity and inclusion top of mind. Yes, this was about a week ago for us. Yeah. Yeah. And it was in room 101 in the ML building. Yes. I was searching Campus Connect, just, you know, looking through it, and I saw it as one of the events. And I told Tashi about it. I was like, they only had four spots available, so I didn't know for sure if we'd be able to do it. But we applied, and we both ended up going. Yeah. Which is really cool. So at this luncheon, there was a speaker there who spoke for most of the time. And there was also a lunch that they provided us, which is really fancy. And you had the salmon, I had the chicken. Yes, I had teriyaki salmon with rice. It's like coconut rice. Yeah, coconut rice, with coconut rice. And and I think there were some carrots, yeah, yeah, with it. Oh, and mushrooms. There was like sauteed mushrooms on the side, which was really nice. And yeah. you had the chicken yeah, with- Yeah, I had the chicken with potatoes, which was good, but- <laughs> Okay, here's the thing. <laughs> After the appetizer course. Yeah, so we had, um, to start out when we got there, similar to my murder mystery dinner, there was bread on the table, our salad, a yes. garden salad, and the dessert already. So after the appetizers, my fork and my knife were still on my plate. <laughs> and one of the servers uh -huh. took my plate with the fork and the knife still on it. So I didn't have my utensils with me during the main course. So I borrowed your fork. Right, yeah, but I haven't used it yet. Yeah. yeah. So I couldn't cut the chicken because oh I didn't have my knife. So I kind of just had to work with it. Yeah, make it work. You made it work. <laughs> it was good though. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I do remember that. So note to self, whenever you're at a fancy restaurant, never leave your utensils on your plate and they will take them and you will have it. <laughs> yeah, they also had appetizers at the front entrance before you came into the actual dining area. Right, yeah. So some of the appetizers, I tried some. I, I Tashi too? No, I wasn't able to. Right. I wanted to try them on the way out because I didn't on the way in. Right. But they already got rid of everything. Yeah, I got a little plate and then I put, I think, three of the options on my plate. One of them was this bread that had tomato stuff on it. Yeah. It tasted so good. The tomato basil, oh, it was so good. There was that pepper 
with cream cheese. Um, wasn't as big a fan of that. But then there was crackers and cheese, which is, you know, it's crackers and cheese. It was good. <laughs> and the dessert. It was this chocolate mousse. Yeah, like this. That was shaped in like an egg. Yeah, it's sort of like an eyeball, you know, like the shape of an eyeball, how it's, yeah, more, I'd say more so like an eyeball. I, I, it's sort of like an egg, like a mixture of the two. It sort of kind of also looked like a caterpillar. A chucky, <laughs> that honestly, I guess maybe isn't that accurate, but it was like milk chocolate, would you say? I think it was dark chocolate. It was more on the bitter side. Okay, maybe it might have been dark chocolate. The dessert that I had in the murder mystery dinner was way more dark than that, but it still could have been dark chocolate, just not as concentrated. Yes, and there was also a raspberry sauce, and there was a single raspberry. Yes, there was one blackberry and one raspberry. Oh, yeah. Lightly placed on a dish, which was a nice touch, but Tashi and I agree, we wish there might have been a little more of the fruit, but, you know. There's, there was, like, what, 60-plus people at the event? Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know about you, but the dessert was already on the table during the entire meal, which I was kind of upset about because I wanted to be surprised. Right. <laughs> And also by the time we did eat the dessert, mm -hmm. at least for me, the raspberry sauce that was around the chocolate was dried up. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> oh, I think mine was fine. I don't remember it being like too hard, but I was very impressed with myself. I had the discipline to wait to eat the dessert until after. Even though you're like staring at it. Oh, I know, yes. It was hard. Well, since we're on the topic of you know, the amount of people in the room, let's talk about the demographics of the people in the room. Like, what, what did you notice? I noticed that we were the youngest people there. Yes, that is for sure. Two people at our table were also students. Mm -hmm. And then the other three people were employees of DT. Yeah, I think that's true. And the, and the other tables, I guess it was diverse. We were definitely the youngest ones. At first, I felt really like an, what's the word? Like the black sheep. But then we were talking with the people at our table. Who were all really nice. Yes, they were really nice. The two other WCC students were very sweet. We talked to them a lot because they were right next to us. And then we talked to the DETE people as well. And the speaker, he gave us the opportunity to talk about situations about diversity in the workplace with the people at our table. Yeah. Which was a good icebreaker. Helped us interact with them and stuff. I don't know if this was the same for you, but in class, when you have to break out into groups to talk about something, mm -hmm. no one talks at all. It's I just, know. You're just sitting there and yes. it's so awkward. But the people at our table, we actually talked about it and we actually had a discussion, which was nice. Yeah, we did. I'm pretty sure everyone participated. Yeah. Everyone was actively listening. Some people chimed in. It was nice. But I did notice that one of the similarities to that not saying anything was... When people had to actually... Speak up in front of everyone. Yeah. Yeah. No so, one volunteered to do that. Right. The speaker at the event, he asked the audience, he was like, how does your perception of me change when I put on a sweatshirt and a Michigan hat? And in the context of what we were talking about, it made sense. And no one said anything for like a good 15, 20 seconds. Yeah. Like no one said anything. Then I think one person said something. There was that block of silence again. But I just found that really interesting. Even once you're an adult. and It doesn't change. Yeah, it doesn't change. That fear of speaking in front of people at events, which I thought was eye-opening. Yeah. Something else we noticed about the people was there were a lot of doppelgangers at the event. You guys don't know this about me, but I think Tashi is very much aware of this fact. I love birthdays 
and I love finding people's doppelgangers, whether they're a celebrity or not. For example, I might see someone and just be like, wow, you literally look like a friend of mine or something like that. But normally they are. I'm really good at celebrity doppelgangers. And it's not something that I think really hard about. It just kind of comes to me, which is cool. And it went into play at this event. Yeah, and you noticed a lot of doppelgangers. So who did you see? Okay, <laughs> so at our table, those people I got the best look at. So there was this one guy at our table who was very talkative, and he reminded me so much, not only looks, but also like personality and charisma of Anthony Anderson. He really did resemble Anthony Anderson. And then there was another guy at our table who was sitting across from me. And he, I told Tasha this earlier, but he looked like Sean Evans, the host of Hot Ones. Yeah. So much. I think he looks more like Sean Evans than the one guy sitting next to Tashi at our table, the talkative one, looked like Anthony Anderson. There was this other guy sitting at another table close to us who looked a lot like this one actor that Tashi and I both thought he looked like, but we couldn't figure out who it was. Yeah. The name of the actor. I really want to find it. Or what show? Yeah, it's just one of those actors where I recognize the face, but not really the name. We tried to find something he was in, but it hasn't come to us yet. When it does, we will make sure to mention it in the podcast. We'll be like, that's the guy who we were talking about. <laughs> yeah. And then there was another guy I gave at a server who looked like a more lean version of Keith David, which was really cool. So what did you think of the speech? I thought the speaker did a really good job. He made some great points, even though because it was about diversity in the workplace, and even though we're not in HR or anything. Yeah, we're not experts on this topic. Right. And it might not affect us a lot now. Seeing the statistics, being able to have a discussion. Yeah, I feel like it'll help us moving forward with yeah. our lives. Even if it doesn't necessarily, it's not as impactful now. Yeah. We kind of talked about this already, but were there any other observations that you made at the event? The food was good. I loved the food. The salmon was really well cooked. I honestly never really eat salmon, but when I do, I love it. It's just one of those things that I like, but I don't really have that. Yeah, and it was a really pretty pink color. Yeah, I showed Tashi my dish, and she was like, wow, that salmon's nice. <laughs> The food was good. I love the appetizers. The one bread with basil, tomato on it, so good. The people at our table were really nice. Everyone was really nice. We saw Rose Blanca, the president. Yeah, we got to talk with her for a bit, shake her hand. Yeah, everyone was really nice. Even though we were obviously younger right. than everyone else, no one treated us like we were younger. Everyone treated equals. us as equals. Yeah, I totally agree. I guess I'm always kind of aware of my age in situations like, Am I the oldest one here? Am I the youngest? It is kind of intimidating to go to an event and everyone you know there is older than you. Yes, yeah, for sure. And not even just older than you, little adults. Yeah. <laughs> We're almost there, but not yet. That's and, kind of intimidating, but no one made us feel that way. Right, no one was like, are you guys supposed to be here? Or no one asked how old we were. I didn't ask uh, what year we were in WCC, and that's a fine question. But yeah, and I think one of the biggest takeaways from the event for me was to put myself out there, try things, even if you might be intimidated at first. This seemed like a very formal event, and I don't know about you, Tashi. I had never gone to an event like this before. It was like, I mean, the, the murder mystery was more like a formal thing, but... This is definitely my first actual formal, formal event. 
Yeah, it really made me feel like a grown <laughs> Yes, I felt like, an, oh my gosh, it felt so cool. So my takeaways were push yourself to your limits, try new things, don't be intimidated. And you might feel like the black sheep at the beginning, but by the end, I didn't have a feeling. Yeah, we didn't feel out of place. Right, at all. It was, I was comfortable, very comfortable. So the next thing that we want to talk about is the HBCU event. Yeah, so about last week as well. So last week was a busy week. We had the Economic Club Luncheon, this HBCU event, and another very fun thing that we'll get into later. Yeah, let's talk about the HBCU event. I only stayed for a little bit because I have to go mm-hmm. early, but there was good food there. Yes, there was food there, and it was a great chance to once again meet more people from WCC and WTMC that I got to interact with a bit after you left. It was a good way to meet people. You said, yes, there was food and there was meatballs. Yeah. So kind of backtracking a little bit, if you don't know what HBCU means, it means Historically Black College or University. Yes. So the whole event was for people interested in HBCUs, people who wanted to learn more about them, and maybe ask some questions to people who have gone to HBCUs. They had graduates from HBCUs there. Alumni. That we got to talk to a little bit. That event was less formal, for sure, than the luncheon, but it was fun. Yeah, there was fried rice and then there was meatballs, meatballs, chicken wings. Yeah, we had these platters, charcuterie board, charcuterie, charcuterie. <laughs> 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 um, well, I guess it wasn't a charcuterie. There was this circular. There was also a plate with cheese and crackers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, simply put, it was like a cheese and cracker, uh, grapes. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, achieving stuff like that. Fruit. Yeah, stuff like that. And there was also a dessert. There were cupcakes, vanilla and chocolate. Yeah. I got to get a cupcake before I left. <laughs> yes, and there was a raffle that I did not win, but... So, speaking of kind of the activities, what were some of the other activities that were there? I know you didn't really get to partake in the activities as much because you left like 30 minutes in, and it was like a two-hour long event, but at our table that we were sitting at, you could decorate your own college flag with the HBCU you were interested or just however you wanted to. There was also games. I think they have Uno, you know, some card games, simple stuff like that there as well. But they had a photo booth. Oh yeah, there was there were no, I don't it wasn't like a booth booth. Yeah, there was like a photo station. Yeah, photo station. Yeah, yeah. There was also the raffle. Right. That I did not win. But what, what were the prizes? I don't know. The prizes were concealed in a bag. And yeah, I think there was like three of them. Everyone got a raffle entry and they handed those out to everyone. And then as people left, there were still prizes. The host of the event, she just asked people questions about HBCUs. Okay. So was there anything major that happened after I left? Uh, yes, actually. I'm so glad you asked me this because... One of my favorite parts of this event was getting to talk to the people at our table. And this time, like I said, less formal setting. And there was two people at our table after Tashi left. A girl who was a WCC student and a couple years older than me. And then this guy, he was older, at least 55 or up. So an older guy, the girl, a couple years older than me. And... I got to talking with them, and the girl was really nice. I found out she worked at Costco. We'll call her... Trina. Trina, yeah. There was this girl named Trina and this other guy who's... This isn't his actual name, but we'll call him Rick. Rick was in his 
60s. Trina was only three years older than me, maybe a couple years older than me. And I got to talking with them and Rick was telling me about his time at a tribal college in Alaska, Barrow, Alaska. He said the most northernmost part of the United States. Get this. They got polar bears. He had photos of polar bears. He went out on the boat into the ocean. He had photos of him from going out into the ocean on a boat of polar bears, walrus. He had the most adorable video of this little harbor seal scooting its way, this baby harbor seal scooting its way into the water from a piece of ice. It was so cute. <laughs> and he also showed me a photo of a walrus head that the natives who were from that area chopped off and held up, which I thought was neat. Yeah, so he taught me all about that. We had a really good discussion about his time in Barrow. He briefly touched on his career as a firefighter, which I thought was interesting. He was one of the EMT workers in the firefighting department. And Trina, we got to talking and she was a little more observed. So, you know, it took a little while for I think her to feel comfortable talking to me and stuff. But once we did, we hit it off. I asked her about her work and this was actually her first time at an event on campus. Wow. I know, actually, I think she said first time on campus at WC. Yeah. I know, I was like, oh my goodness, what are the chances that we run into each other? But yeah, I was talking to her. She talked to me about how she works at Costco. And I told her that next time I went to Costco, I would try and see if she was there and say hi. And I also told her about the WCC club that I'm in, ISA, International Students Association. And I told her that it met on Thursdays. And if she was interested, she could come. And she said she would. She couldn't make it to the meeting that's today, but she said next week she could make it. So I'm excited to see her again then. Nice. So what were your overall impressions of the event? I think it was well put together. I definitely learned a lot about HBCUs to take into consideration when doing applications. I met some new faces and had some really great conversations, which is something I'm always excited and love to do. I agree. I wasn't there for very long, but from what I did see, everyone was really nice. Everyone was very inclusive and that was really good. Yeah. For this event, it was less structured. So there was some talking through parts of it, but then there was opportunities where I got to talk to Trina and Rick for like 50 minutes straight. So the next thing that we want to talk about is the NHS Common App event. This event was yesterday, in fact. From when we're recording this, so October 5th. Yes, and there were flyers about it around the TI building. And it was an event for seniors to come and work on their Common Apps and just applications in general to ask questions. One of the counselors was there, Ms. Hansen, as well as a financial aid consultant at EMU. Yeah. Ms. TR was there. There was food at the event as well. They had pizza, which I think really enticed a lot of people, which really got a lot of people to come to the event. There were cupcakes. cupcakes and there was cake. Yes, chocolate and vanilla cake. Wait. One of the girls in our grade, she actually made the cake for the event, which I think is really nice. Yeah, they it, were was, good too. it was really good too. But something that I did wish though was that I got to the event late because I had class. The event right. started at 11.30 yeah. and I got there at 12. Mm -hmm. So by the time I got there, most of the pizza was gone and I don't eat sausage. There was some sausage pizza left, but there was only one slice of cheese pizza left, so I got that. <laughs> I wish there was more pizza. Right, but there was a big turnout at this event. Yeah, which is really nice because everyone was working together on mm -hmm. their applications or if they had any questions. Did you get asked any questions or did help? No, no. Okay. I was just working on my application. Gotcha. It was a good space to do that. Yeah, so because I got there late, there was more people when you were there than when I was there. So what happened before I got there? So before you got there, there was three full boxes of pizza. <laughs> 
But um, there was like a good amount of people there by the time that they started around 11.30. And like Tashi mentioned earlier, her and I are in peer-to-peer. And we had already organized with our advisor that we were going to take some of the flyers that we had created about mental health around college applications. Yeah, so those are put on all the tables. And as well as some fidgets and stuff for people to use. If they're stressed. Yeah, because these are stressful times. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> we'll have another episode dedicated. That's a whole other episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dedicated to the stress we we're feeling right now. So let's, let's not even yeah. talk about it. Yeah. So did it, a lot of people ask questions when you were there? I think a couple of people had questions, but I know as we said in the luncheon event, people are just kind of dirt timid. That's surprising to me because it's not a question you need to ask in front of everyone else. You can just go up to Miss Hansen right. and ask I mean, the question. And I guess maybe some people just know one had questions, but I know at least one person did. So it was mainly just people working together on the application. Okay, that's kind of how it was when I was there, because you left when I got there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so you came to the event, and then I was out of there. I had to leave. Yeah, so by the time I got there, there weren't as many people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, people were just working on their applications. And did you stay until one when it ended? Yeah. Now... Let's move on to our very special event that we're covering today. Dare I say, our favorite. Yeah. <laughs> that we went to. We got to see the tour of oh, Dear Happy <laughs> So, Tashmi told me about this. Yeah, it was at the Fisher Theater. Yeah, Tashmi invited me to the event. I didn't even know that Jeremy Hansen was doing a tour and then be in Michigan in October. When she told me that, I was like so excited. I was like, oh my gosh, yes, I would love to come. We have to see this. So we saw the October 2nd matinee. Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, we don't know Darren Hansen. It's about this guy named Evan Hansen. Uh-huh. He's in his senior year of high school. 17. Yeah. Same as us. And he always felt invisible. He always felt like mm-hmm. if something happened to him, that no one would care. That no one would even remember him. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. It, it was a musical about, like Tashu was saying, this kid, Evan, who felt really invisible, very introverted, kind of socially awkward. He's dealing with all these feelings when all of a sudden he meets another kid who... This guy named Connor Murphy. Yes. Who is also dealing with these same emotions, but he doesn't know that at the time. But Connor is known as a very, like a rebel, headstrong, kind of angry. Yeah, people avoid him. Yeah. Even his sister has called him a monster. Yeah. Right. And they have an altercation. Connor pushes Evan. Mm -hmm. And Connor ends up writing his name on Evan's cast. Yes. Because he broke his arm. Right. And so he sees this, and later Evan finds out that Connor took his own life. It's about Evan, Alana, and... His two friends, Alana and Jared? Yeah, Jared. (laughs) And they start the Connor Project, which is this project to preserve Connor's memory. Yes. And things spiral out of control, and I guess you just need to listen to the soundtrack or see the show to find out what happens. Yeah. Oh, and also there's a movie. There's a Jared Hansen movie that Tashi has seen, but I have not. So, I had listened to the full soundtrack, we both have, and for me, listening to the soundtrack, I didn't know what order the songs were in, because to me it seemed like most of them could be in my order, and I didn't really know the context behind it, how he met this kid Connor, and like that. 
So I did learn and those gaps were filled through seeing the performance after that. So you've been to the Pesha Theater before. Mm -hmm. What do you think about it? I think it's a beautiful theater. Yeah, it's much bigger than you think it is. Yes. The building, I think, itself is really pretty. It looks sort of ancient, dare I say, haunted-looking, Victorian, Gothic-looking architectures. I kind of, it's like when I think of Detroit buildings, it fits that description. So when you listen to the soundtrack, what's your favorite song? Yeah, I don't know about my favorite. But my top three were Sincerely Me, and that's a song sang by Connor and Evan and Jared. If I could tell her and... Anybody have a map? Those are my three. <laughs> what about you? For me, my favorite song was always Words Fail, no matter what. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I love that song. Okay, actually, I'm going to change it. I'm going to pick an all-time favorite. My favorite going into it is Sincerely. I love that song. So let's talk about the acting. Do you have a favorite performance? I think the guy who portrayed Evan did a really good job fitting his description. So you know how it's a musical, so even if he wasn't the Evan Hansen, there's certain lines that they have to say. But I think he did a really good job adding his own twist to the delivery of the character choices yeah the character choices yeah i also really like jared oh my gosh yeah jared's my after seeing this jared's my favorite character (laughs) i love jared his one-liners yeah jared's one-liners i don't don't want to spoil anything but his one-liners are so good chef kiss yeah jared is definitely the comedic relief of the show yes and going back to Evan's performance, that moment during the speech that you'll know if you see the show, mm-hmm. he portrayed that very well. I agree. So Jared's performance, we really liked. The actor did a really good job with Jared's laughs, too. You know how he has that iconic, like, I don't know, I'm not yeah. it. But uh, he did a really good job with his laughs and stuff. So those were our, I guess, top performances? Yeah, I'd say. I'd I say. also liked the, oh, the mom. And Heidi. Heidi Hansen is Evan's mom. Yeah. She was my favorite. I think I, I said Jared was my favorite, but she was my favorite. She did such a good job. So big, so small. You could tell in the audience that Evan was getting emotional. So I think a lot of the people in the audience were adults. Yeah. And they had children that they brought there, or I'm assuming some of them had children. And I'm sure they could really connect with Heidi Hansen, yeah. like as a character, feeling bad not knowing that your son is feeling these emotions, feeling like you're not a good parent. Something that I really love about Jeremy Hansen is that it's not a show that's just about Evan. Mm-hmm. It's not a show that's just about Connor. It's a show about everyone. Everyone can relate to a character in some way. And I think that's why Jeremy Hansen is so mean streaming everyone can relate to it right exactly so your favorite one-liner Ooh, my favorite one-liner if you've seen the show and you know what happens at the end of the song if i could tell her jared's line when he talks to evan after that song is my favorite (laughs) one-liner I don't know if I have a favorite per se. I don't want to give anything away, but literally all of Jared's lines. Yeah, literally literally everything that Jared said. It's just iconic. Yeah. Iconic. Do you have a favorite act? Act one or act two? My favorite was definitely act two. Me too. So in act one, there just wasn't as much going on on stage. There was less characters involved per scene. There weren't as many rocks in the first act. But then in the second act, there's more people that are involved. Yeah, and things are more intense. Right, yeah. And I think that's the climax of the show is in the second act, which, again, makes it the best, in my opinion. And also, since, Tashi, you watched the movie, you already knew how it would end. But you did not. I had listened to the whole soundtrack, but I only listened to five songs before, recently, before I saw the show. Most of those songs were in act one. You weren't as familiar with act two. I was like, oh. 
oh crap, how is this going to end for Evan? Wow. I guess I was okay with the ending. Yeah. I think they did the ending they needed to, to have a positive ending. So, do you have a favorite scene? You know, I really liked... And not the song, just the scene. The scene, okay. My favorite scene during the song For Forever, when Connor's dad, Connor's mom, and his sister Zoe are sitting with Evan at their house around the table, and Evan's explaining to them an event that he and Connor supposedly really like to do together. I just love that. Yeah. It's really funny. I like how the actor was singing and also giving information and looking at the parent. I just loved it. And I like that there were four actors on the stage. My favorite scene was maybe that one. That one was really good, but because I don't want to say the same thing as right. <laughs> all of the scenes between Evan and Heidi oh, yeah. were really good. And specifically, there was the scene right before Good For You when they were talking to each other and Heidi just found out that Evan was going to Connor's house yes. after school every day. And she didn't know about that. She didn't know what was going on with her own son. Mm-hmm. And she felt like she was a bad mom. That scene between them was really good. Speaking of that, good for you. What was her favorite song that was performed? That's really hard. It was either Sincerely Me. I feel like that's Mm -hmm. obviously a top choice. And You Will Be Found is obviously always really good. And then I think Good For You. Yeah. For me, my favorite was definitely Good For You. That really just made me appreciate the song more, seeing them act it out and sing it. That's now my new favorite song. Were there any surprises? I know that you weren't as familiar with Act 2, so was there anything that surprised you or throughout the show? So something that surprised me in Act 1 was towards the end where Evan is about to give a speech about Connor and his note cards fall out of his hand and he drops to the ground picking them up. He gets intense anxiety and, and there's the spotlight that's on the area that he was standing at, which he kind of kicks himself out of. And he's just laid on the ground like 20 seconds and I was looking at Tashi she wasn't looking back at me but I was looking at Tashi like what's going on is this supposed to happen that was surprising because I didn't know that happened but apparently you said that happens in the movie yeah so how did you feel about the set design I liked how there were these circles that the stuff was on that would just kind of get moved in and out, which I thought was neat. The bed is hilarious. I'm sorry, but like Evan is a 17-year-old boy and the bed that he's sitting on on the stage is so tiny. At least it looks so tiny from up where we were. And I thought that was funny. And also, the bed sheets changed colors. Yeah, because there were different people's bedrooms. Yeah, I didn't even notice that until I thought about it after. And then I told Tashi, and she was like, yeah, you didn't notice that? I was like, no, not until now. Throughout the show, there are these see-through projectors. I don't know what you would call it, but I really liked those, especially during You'll Be Found. It was really cool to see all of that. There was one song that I don't remember exactly, but they utilized those and they have the video of them, the actors' faces on there. Disappear, I think. And I thought that was neat. So was there anything that you didn't like about it? I thought Act 1 moved a little fast. At least for me, because I didn't know the context of everything. I just knew the songs. That would be my only critique for Act 1. Honestly, I don't really have anything for Act 2 that I can think of. Yeah, it's hard to critique a show that's basically perfect. (laughs) Is there anything that you thought you would critique about it? Not really. Join us next week for a special fun, interactive episode. You have the ears, we have the voice. See you next week on the The Pretty Pretty Informative Informative Podcast. Podcast.
You're listening to a podcast presented by OrchardRadio.com, Washtenaw Community College's own internet radio station. For more information, please contact us at radio at wccnet.edu.